Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I'm your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for coming. Welcome to the class. Take a seat wherever you'd like. If it's not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I stand you. It is a Wednesday. Oh, my God, it's 420. I just realized it's 420. I don't even have a blunt in my hand. What the fuck is that? Oh my god, what an exciting day. Now I'm like rethinking what content I'm going to put out on TikTok today. Last year I tried to make a 420 video, but it got taken down because like obviously I said weed like a thousand times. Of course, Kendall Jenner was the topic of that video because she's a stoner. That bitch got it taken down. Then she blocked me. Um, Anyway, happy 420. I hope you're blazing it. Not in the car though. Um, And you're just high all day. High on life. Even if you're not high on marijuana, I hope you're high on life. Hit up your dispensaries. They probably have some great deals. Maybe your local drug dealers, you know, support local small businesses and enjoy your 420. My 420 is so boring. I like drove home this weekend just to like get my life together. Do you ever have like two days where you just need to get your life together? That's what I'm doing right now. Like I had to do stuff for my taxes and my my school bills and um, other stupid shit. So I just have like a lot of annoying errand businessy things to do today but i was so much looking forward to recording this episode so let's talk about the topics for today first we're going to talk about this insane trial going on between black china and the kardashians it is tomfoolery it's like a skit on snl this trial but there's a lot of drama so we're going to talk about the trial and then we're going to talk about sean menzes and camila cabello they both opened up about how they've continued their breakup journey and people think sean came out of the closet again so we're going to talk about that And then we have some sad news about Cristiano Ronaldo that we're going to end with. So it's a pretty packed episode. Lots of ups and downs going on here. Lots of emotions. But before we get into it, rate this podcast five star on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and leave a cute little review. Post a screenshot of you listening to it and post it on your Instagram story and I will respond and follow because it is a Monday, Wednesday, Friday class and you never want to miss a class because there is an attendance policy, bitch. So you don't want your grade to go down. Anyway, welcome to today's pod. Class is in session. Take your seats. I messed up my entire life because I got high. I lost my kids and wife because I got high. Now I'm sleeping on the sidewalk and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. La 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 da da da. I'm gonna stop singing this song. Because I'm high. So it's the sexy people versus Black China 2022, aka the Kardashians, versus Black China because she has taken them to court. And uh, the, the the trial already started. We talked about this on the podcast not that long ago at all that she was going to like, she said she was going to shift her focus back to taking them to court. But that was like less than a month ago. I don't know how she got this court date set up so quickly. I thought it takes like months and months for these things to finally get into motion, but. I guess she got it expedited or something. She did something to that judge beneath that desk because she got 
the court case already. So just a little refresher of why she's reshifting her focus back onto this court case with the Kardashians. She said why in a statement to her Instagram about last month. And she said, when they got my number one hit show killed back in January 2017, that not only hurt me financially and emotionally, that hurt my beautiful kids. I'm taking them to court to stand up for my legal rights and to be an example to my kids that's what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And what they did to me was so wrong. I'm so thankful that a jury will finally listen to what really happened behind closed doors, the lies that were told, and the damage that was done. At the end of the trial, I'm going to be able to proudly tell King and Dream that I did everything I could to right the wrong that was done to me and that in life, it is my hope that they will be able to stand up for themselves when it matters too. So that is very dramatic. Even more of a little backstory. Black China has been really airing shit on social media lately. And it's basically about multiple trials, about multiple people in her family that have been doing, you know, wrongdoings to her. She started this whole random social media rant with her saying that she had to sell three of her cars because two of her baby daddies would not give her child support. So she could no longer afford to have three more of her cars. Like, bitch, you're so lucky that you can give away three cars and still have more left. Like, who can even say that? And Rob and Tyga, uh, they were not taking this blasphemous shit from Black China. They said, uh, no, bitch, we do pay you child support. Well, they don't pay her child support, but we do pay for the child and support our child by ourselves because they actually have their children five and six days out of the week. And Black China only has each of her kids two days a week for her and Tiger's Kid King and only has Dream one day a week. And it's on Sunday. So that was thrown out the window real quick. You know, no one was listening to that. People were making a bunch of memes how she's probably exhausted on Sunday and, you know making they're taking photos of like putting memes of people like laying on the couch with a glass of wine like this is black china on monday after having her kids for 24 hours but yeah she probably spiral throws the babies back into the cars on monday because she she was just fucking tired so she didn't get any money from them but it seems like black china is just struggling for money and that's why she's bringing everyone to court so she has brought the kardashians to court again and she is suing them for $100 million for defamation because she claims that the the Kardashian sisters and Chris got her show canceled, Rob and China, because they made up a, a lies about her physically abusing Rob. And she said that that was the reason the show was canceled and it's a total lie and that her show had the green light and it was supposed to air for a season two and the Kardashian Jenners sneakily got it canceled because they just didn't like China and they wanted to like cover up for rob and they just ganged up on her poor little black china with the thick vagina and got the show canceled and it seems as though black china is under the thought process that she built herself up from the ground and she deserves this show and they got her hard work canceled as if the kardashians weren't the whole reason she had the show in the first place and if rob and china wasn't the title with rob's name being first like it was clearly the kardashians power that got all of this done but now yesterday they went to court and they started with a jury selection as one has to do in a big court case like this and the kardashians kylie chloe and kim actually showed up so so did chris but kendall and 
Courtney didn't have to come because she didn't feel like suing them. She just has no beef with them, apparently. Probably because they're both vegans. You know, she didn't have any beef with them. They just got to stay home and enjoy their days. Uh, Lucky for them. But the other four showed up and they had to select a jury. But it was really, really hard for them to select a jury. Apparently, they went through trials of asking, you know interviewing over 100 people if they could potentially be a juror for this case. And if you guys didn't know, you can only be a juror for a case if you have like no relationship to either of the people in the court case or if you have no bias towards the certain crime that they are investigating. So it was really hard for them to get a jury because a lot of people have biases against the Kardashians. So they went through over three full trials and interviewed over 100 people and they finally got 12 people to be the jury but people were saying some pretty gnarly shit about the kardashians and they interviewed them in front of the kardashians and people were saying oh i can't be a juror for this trial because you know i don't respect them i don't even let my daughters watch them um someone else said i saw kim's sex tape and if i was a juror for this trial all that's all i would be thinking about so i can't be a juror someone else just said like i don't agree with their life decisions and i unfortunately do have biases against the defendants so i can't do it and like imagine being giving that given that opportunity to like insult the kardashians right to their fucking faces in court i know so many disgusting people who like walk around walmart with shirts that say like kill the kardashians that would love to just have that moment to say something shitty to them I would love to be a juror. I'd pretend to be, like, unbiased, but then, like, fight for them for my life. Like, behind closed doors, it'd be, be like, 12 angry men where, like, I would be the only one that says they're innocent. But anyway, they finally got a jury. Thank God. Hopefully they can pick Northwest as their lawyer because Northwest is a down and dirty bitch. She would defend them tooth and nail. And Kim hasn't passed the second bar exam yet, so... I think North should be the next call. But anyway, let's get on to their defenses. So today there were opening statements. They haven't really gotten like into the court case much, but even just from the opening statements, you can tell like what they're going to use as said defenses and everything. So let's talk about the Kardashians defense. So they said straight up, they did get the show canceled because they said that the abuse was real. They had evidence of Rob's ripped shirt. And said that she also strangled him with a phone cord. And um, other producers said that the show was over because they were broken up and always fighting. And that Black China actually got a restraining order eventually against Rob. So, like, how can the show go on if they get a restraining order against each other? Like, are they going to film in two different locations? Are they going to have a reality show all on Zoom? Like, people are done with that shit. Like, no one wants that COVID television programming anymore. And poor Rob. Why am I picturing Rob getting strangled with a phone cord? That's actually so sad, um, if that is true. But allegedly. Sometimes I get strangled with a phone cord, but in a good way. Anyway, they continued. And um, they have a lawyer. His last name is Rhodes. And their defendant, their defense lawyer said... Miss White wanted something. That's Black China's real last name. She wanted to be one of them. She wanted that name. The evidence is going to show you that Miss White would say or do anything to be a part of this family. And that is exactly true. What I think is going on here, if I was the the judge and I could say whatever the fuck I want, um, I would be disrespectful as fuck. I would be like, Black China, you are throwing a hissy fit. Just admit that your show got canceled because the family who executive produced the show and gave it to you didn't like you and you were bad to their brother 
you know, she thinks that the ratings were good enough to keep it going. And that's all that keeps the show going. That it's not true at all. I mean, ask, you know, any of these late night or news anchor hosts that, you know, got their whole lives canceled because of something on Twitter. It's not all about ratings at all. And you were horrible to Rob. They were just protecting him. You used him. You baby trapped him to get a baby with the last name to get money. She even tried to trademark the Kardashian last name because, you know, she was having the only Kardashian daughter with the last name she thought she was about to be the heir to the kardashian throne because she was the one carrying on the family name and she was going to trademark her own name um angela kardashian and she was going to change it to that before her and rob were even married because she's so obsessed with the kardashian she's like a rabid fan she's the head of the fan base she's like that girl in the amanda show that's like amanda please that's who she is so they're very right about that um they continued on, said the relationship was fought with problems and the network was very worried and they were acting against their own financial interest to protect someone they love. So they said that the Kardashian empire could have made more money if Rob and China continued, um, but they wanted to protect their brother even more. And if you think about it, like Black China, like, girl, you self-sabotage yourself. You had this all in your hands. You had the Kardashian baby. Rob actually did like her, I think. And if she was just a better girlfriend or a better person to be with Rob. She could have had it all. You know, she could have been Angela Kardashian and been like waving to the world, doing the princess wave from her thotty pics on Instagram and OnlyFans. She could have been a schmillion billionaire housewife that she wanted to be, but she kind of messed it up for herself. But anyway, let's get into Black China's defense. So Black China's lawyer continued to counter what Chris and the daughters were saying. And they said that, the Kardashians set out to have Rob and China canceled, even though the ratings were good and Rob wanted to keep it going. So she said even Rob wanted to keep this whole show going. Maybe Rob wanted to keep it going because he was like thinking it could like save their relationship and, you know, save his whole family. Cause Rob is definitely like a family man. He loves dream with his whole heart and is like the best father ever. So maybe Rob saw this as like a bandaid to their relationship. Um, but I feel like, in the end, he definitely didn't want it to keep it going. And then Kim did admit that she actually did get the show canceled. And Black Jenny used that as a part of her defense. And that she brought up like text messages between Kylie and the network that said Kylie was asking for her own show. And if Robin China wasn't canceled, she would stop filming Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Now, to me, that's not really evidence that the show should keep going. That's evidence that the Kardashians, who are the executive producers, didn't like you. The Kardashians are the E! Network, and they didn't like you, and that is why the show was canceled. If you Do you think if NBC hated Ellen that much, like all of her workers did, she, she would have kept the show going? No. It doesn't matter at all if the ratings are amazing. If someone doesn't like you, your show isn't continuing. She even got like into her whole backstory about... like You know how I said that she thinks she built up her whole empire, and she got Robin China because she's you know this entertainment mogul, and everyone wants to see her... She said she got emotional about being an exotic dancer who had to dance to support her grandma who had cancer at the time and that Drake put her in a song and, you know, one night when he saw her dancing and that's why she's famous. But she's also said that Tyga is the reason she's famous because she got pregnant with his baby and everything. So China just seems like a clout chaser, money chaser. And what she needs right now is money because she's selling her cars and she can't race with Nicki Minaj anymore. So she's in this huge problem, but that's all that's going on with the case for now. 
24 people are expected to testify, including Ryan Seacrest, Corey Gamble, and Rob Kardashian himself. He didn't show up yet, but he'll probably just do it like on Zoom with his camera off, with his with his username like I hate Black China or something. But um, that is it for now. We can't bring in the dancing lobsters yet, but it's a lot. So I will keep you guys updated on this whole thing. But what can we learn from this? Like I said in a previous podcast episode, if you just build up your life for yourself, really build your own empire, build your own job, get your own coin, be a boss bitch. You won't have to worry about your whole world that you built based off of cloud chasing and getting money from someone else falling down on you you know if you have your own merit and your own two feet to stand on no one can ever pull that away from you but since black china used everyone and now since all these people are no longer financially supporting her she is worried and doesn't have her own two feet to stand on so stand on your own two feet and you wouldn't have to worry about this Before we continue on with the show, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves, to fit into other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to just find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom Weight Loss uses psychology-based approach that adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable to you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your own habits. 75% of Noom Weight users finish the program, and more than 60% of users that engage with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash Believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash Believe, B-L-E-A-V. Wee-woo, wee-woo, wee-woo. The gay police are after Sean Mendez again because he just posted a really ominous Instagram post about his mental health and about the fact that he wishes he could live his true self, which sounds like a coming out thing to say. You know, it sounds like someone who may or may not be in a smaller room with a bunch of clothes hanging up in that said small space may say. So he posted this. I'm going to read it. He said, sometimes I ask myself what it is that I should be doing with my life. And what I always hear in return is to tell the truth, to be the truth. I feel like that's a hard thing to do, though. I'm afraid that if people know and see the truth, they might think less of me. Very interesting, Sean Mendes. Like, why is he prodding us like this? Anyway, he continued, they might become bored of me. So in those moments of feeling low, I either put on a show or hide. The truth in current form is a 23-year-old who constantly feels like he's either flying or drowning. Maybe that's just what it is to be in your 20s. I don't know. Or maybe that's just me. 
The truth is I really do want to show up in the world as my 100% true, honest, unique self and not care what anyone thinks. And sometimes I do. Sometimes I really don't care what people think and I feel free. Most of the time it is a struggle though. And that's the truth. The truth is even with so much success, I still find it hard to feel like I'm not failing. Hyper-focused on what I don't have, forgetting to see all that I do. The truth is I'm overwhelmed and overstimulated, lol. The truth is also that I'm okay. I'm just trying to tell and be the truth. I think I like to think that maybe me saying this might resonate with some people. So that post was filled with hints and innuendos that he may be gay, right? Like, it seems like he's, like, prodding and poking us to, like, you know, build up the suspense for him being gay, you know, build us up. He keeps, like, wanting to talk about it, but, like, not feeling like he's ready. Like, you know, he seems like someone who, like, wants to come out, but, like, isn't ready or something. And it's, like, another one of those examples. Like, when he was taking that lie detector test and he was asked what's on his For You page and he said, people would be really surprised what's on my For You page and it's really personal. And he just said that there's things, things with a bunch of Z's and rainbows on his For You page. And people were like, oh, there's, you know, the gay influencers on his For You page. And now they're, and now he wants to be his 100% self, but feels like he can't do that because people will think less of him. So, like, what the fuck are we supposed to think? Some people on Twitter said, like, I know the whole Sean Mendez is secretly gay joke is dumb, but I'm not going to lie. I thought he was about to come out when I first saw this. And then someone else said, not me thinking this was Sean Mendez coming out post. People just really think this was, like, really like queer baiting almost like why would he write that knowing all the rumors about him he loves to build up those rumors about him maybe he's profiting off of them or maybe he really does just want to come out but either way sean mendez knows what he's doing he's he's not dumb saying he wants to be his true self pride month is right around the corner sean but anyway someone else said on twitter it's always mental health matters until it's about sean mendez and his sexuality which i totally agree i totally think it's unfair to do this to him and like keep bringing up this conversation but why does he keep doing this i think generally in my opinion maybe sean mendez is prepping us to come out and i always said i could never see sean mendez actually being gay but you know what now maybe i could maybe i could see him being gay with all these hints that he's giving us and i think it is fair to like ask someone and he has been asked before if he is but he said no so i think if they give you an answer or they say they're straight or they just clearly don't want to talk about it then don't talk about it so I'm going to keep on like not talking about it and not perpetuating that stereotype of him. But he needs to stop half raising the rainbow flag and teasing us because <clears throat> it's not giving share, Sean. Anyway, he also said that he's kind of feeling down after the breakup with Camila and like doesn't know what to do anymore. Not having Camila there to support him and lean on him and be his emotional shoulder to crime because we know this bitch is emotional. So he's kind of struggling after the breakup. But Camila Cabello, on the other hand, is not really struggling because she went on carpool karaoke. And you know how they love to bring that old decrepit man. I'm kidding. I love that man. But they love to bring that man who looks like he's dead inside on the show to do lie detector tests with people. They had Camila Cabello do a lie detector test and James asked her, since the breakup, has she slid into anyone's DMs? And she said, no, on a technicality, she hasn't. But she made it seem like she kind of did. And the lie detector man said, that was a lie. So Camila Cabello is, you know, moving on, casually dating. It's all changing so fast, like Bam Bam said. And it kind of makes me excited because I always said like Camila's too 
frisky and feisty and spunky to be with Sean, to be honest. Like, I, I, I don't mind Sean. I truly think he's great. I like some of his his music. I think he's a bit boring and a bit, like, reserved. But, you know, maybe he sees that in himself, too, now after this post. But I think he just needs time to grow and Camila needs to move on and be with someone else. Let's compare their breakup songs because that's the logical next thing to do. Let's compare who's being more successful after the breakup. So they both wrote songs about each other, clearly directly about each other. They may as well put each other's names in them. If you have such a public breakup, why not just put a, your name in them? You know, why can't he sing about Camila? Ariana Grande put Pete Davidson's name in a song title like that didn't work out. But, you know, we already know they were together. They break up, broke up, just put each other's names in the song. But anyway, Sean wrote When You're Gone. Hold on. I don't want to know what it's like when you're gone. Don't want to move on. I can't even do that whine that he does with his voice but camila wrote bam bam i can't even speak spanish so i'm not even gonna sing any of the song but she's like that's just life baby yeah love came around and it knocked me down but i'm back on my feet anyway bam bam is doing really good i even though her album didn't really do that good on billboard she just released familia it only hit number 10 on billboard which was of course, still an accomplishment, but I was really hoping for more, and it's the worst any of her albums have ever done, but it's still top 10, and I don't think that's the last we're going to see of it in the Billboard Top 10. It's really such a quality album, and you guys should go stream it. I think it's going to have more moments as the singles blow up, but Bam Bam is doing really good. It keeps getting more traction on radio and airplay, and it has over 100 million streams on Spotify in a really short time, but When You're Gone by Shawn Mendes only has 30 million streams on Spotify, so Camila has won the breakup song game a little bit so we gotta tip our hats to her miss senorita is beating the senor in this situation but anyway what can we learn from this i think from the whole sean mendez thing that we can learn that someone else's sexuality even though they seem to be making it our business with their hinting and their lifestyle and everything it's not our business we can't force someone to say something they don't want to we just have to let them live how they want to live maybe ask them once but if they clearly do not want to talk about it it's just their personal boundaries and respect and even if you do ask them be extremely discreet and respectful and just know that is their business and their story to tell and they're the only ones that can share that information regardless of what is going on that is their truth Okay, so we're going to end the podcast today with some really sad news. And that is that Cristiano Ronaldo's son has died. I know, it's awful. So um, him and his wife announced that they were having twins in October 2021. And then they had them earlier this year. And they showed a few like really cute videos of them like holding them with the rest of their kids. Because they're fraternal twins, the twins they had. They also have another set of fraternal twins and another four-year-old daughter together. So they be having lots of babies together. And Cristiano Ronaldo actually has another son who's 11 years old named 
um, Cristiano Jr. with a former partner that he has never stated their name. So very, you know, under wraps, very sus seeming, very ominous, kind of like a whole Drake situation, like not wanting to know the mother. But honestly, it's probably just out of respect for the mother because he is the most followed person on Instagram and the most famous person in the whole world. So good for Cristiano. But he was really public with these two fraternal twins. He was having a girl and a boy. And tragically, he posted on his Instagram two days ago that his son, the boy of the fraternal twins, actually died. He said, it is with our deepest sadness we have announced that our baby boy has passed away. It is the greatest pain that any parents can feel. Only the birth of our baby girl gives us the strength to live this moment with some hope and happiness. We would like to thank the doctors and nurses for all their expert care and support. We are all devastated at this loss and we kindly ask for privacy at this very difficult time. Our baby boy, you are our angel. We will always love you. Um, yeah, obviously that's just unthinkably horrible and tragic and it's so depressing and just like extra horrible especially since they got to like hold him and like think they're gonna spend the rest of their lives with him and like he was their son you know it's not like he you know died in like the first like trimester and you know the pregnancy didn't stick like he was born like he was their son so that's absolutely gut-wrenching it was so sad to read um the internet like was all talking about it but he never disclosed how the son died it really could be anything any you know complication that we just don't understand that can go on with newborn babies but all in all his son did pass away and this comes in light of like just last week cristiano ronaldo was in the news again for like assaulting that young boy uh soccer fan when he was walking off the field and like smacked his phone out of his hand because cristiano was literally just mad that he lost the game and didn't want to deal with any fans and he like bruised the, the, the little boy's hand and his mother was like really disappointed in cristiano but Obviously, that totally eclipses this, but I'm just saying, like, Ronaldo's really going through it right now, and it's really depressing to hear, and I'm sending Cristiano all my love and respect. No one ever deserves to go through this, and I'm sending my deepest condolences to the whole family and sending the prayers up to their little boy, and I'm wishing them just, like, healing and peace at this time. I don't know if this is, like, appropriate to share, but I actually had a fraternal twin in the womb with me, and then that fraternal twin died. So I guess this kind of relates. I just want to like share a bit more about this experience and story. But my parents were told they were having twins who were fraternal. The first time my mom like got into the doctor to have an appointment about her pregnancy with me. And they were like, oh, you're having twins. And then the next time they went for the appointment, the twin was no longer there. So maybe I ate him like that girl in Pitch Perfect when she was like, I ate my twin in the womb. That's kind of me and me and my friends would always like laugh about that, but I'll always have them in heart. But I just wanted to share that because like this is like the only like relevant time to share that. Anyway, thank you for joining me in Pop Culture University today. I hope you got amazing tea and enjoyed hanging out and had a great time. And it gives you something to get through the work week. When you guys DM me and say like the podcast helps you like chill and relax and one of the best parts of your day and how you know, it just helps you get through the work day. It makes me so happy because I literally hate going to work and school so much. So just having a piece of content like always brightens my day so much. Like even just seeing my influencer, my favorite influencer post for like 
like a three minute video makes me so happy and just seeing it and be able to watch it for those few minutes makes my day so much better so the fact that i can be that for you guys makes me so fucking happy and i love you guys so much and i literally love every single one of you listening and feel free to dm me at any time but if you tag me like on your story i'll see a lot faster because it will say like mentions on the story so that's just like the quickest way so sorry if i do not respond to every single person but every time i have a talk with you guys it lightens my mood so much and you guys are the best in the whole wide world so have a great wednesday um just stay on the grind your future self will thank you if you grind out and do what you got to do today so do something today that your future self will thank you for Progressive covers pets in our auto policy at no extra charge. Now, let's hear what your dog has to say. As a dog, I think Progressive's auto pet policy is... Oh, what is that? That's just my tail. <laughs> Weird. Anyway, Progressive protects... There it is again. See? This is why I need protection. I'm so distracted. Nope, that is still my tail. Progressive Auto Insurance covers pets for up to $1,000 in a car accident at no extra charge. And we think your dog would say that's great, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. It's 2023 and you're still looking for a baseball podcast? What's up, party people? Danny Vietti here from the Wake and Rake podcast. Yes, I know the name of our show, Freaking Rocks. Join World Series champion Will Middlebrooks and I as we banter about the best of the best from Major League Baseball, including power rankings. One of the best players of all time. Headlines. Solidifies a dynasty. And special guests. Reese Hoskins. Throw Show. Jose Trevino. Listen and or watch every episode of the Wake and Rake podcast, available on all your favorite listening platforms and the all-new Believe Sports channel.